Hi, I'm Ashley Appa. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week, we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap the iconic series. Where everyone is hot and no one calls an adult. Let's, Let's go, go, bitches! bitches. Do, 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 do. Welcome, do, 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 welcome do, 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 do. to this show. Well, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, Ash, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty goddamn good. I tell you what, because we're strapping in for a very exciting mid-season finale episode here today. Huge, and you know PLL do a great mid-season finale they slay at them they're so good at no them. one does a mid-season finale like pretty little liars i tell you what and this one is explosive this one is explosive this one is answering so many questions it's closing so many doors it's opening up new ones always episode 12 is called the lady, the lady killer. killer very exciting Ooh. very scary spooky Hayley, and it's true. It is true. We we learned that this that title is literally just something that is true. It is just the truth, Charlie Puth. Haley, I say we get straight into it. Can you tell us what? Let's uh, do it. What is Australian streaming service Stan saying about this app? Australian streaming service Stan says the girls are betrayed by someone close to them. Wow, that's vague as fuck. Very vague, and could sum up as always any, any episode, episode at any time. Absolutely. That's so funny and so true. Well, thank you, yeah. Stan. Sponsor us, of course. Thank you, please, Stan. Because please. subscriptions are getting more and more expensive every day. Netflix now has a thing where you can't be on multiple IP addresses, so you can't share passwords. I will say, if we didn't do this podcast, I think I would get rid of Stan yeah. now. Yeah, honestly, me too. Hmm. Something to think about. But we don't. Uh, we love Stan. Hey, well, we love Stan, so sponsor us. So sponsor us, us uh, and we'll keep you forever. This episode um, was directed by Ron Lago Marcino King, Woo. and it was written by, of course, the I Marlene King of the show. <gasps> I Marlene King herself. She always gets behind a finale, mm. a mid-season finale. She gets in there. It's incredible. It's, it's Andrew Cunanan. It's Andrew Cunanan that she she comes correct for the big ones, as she should, as she does, and we're so grateful. Um, this episode came out on August 28th, 2012. So happy birthday to our August 28th babies. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. To you. Yeah. Happy birthday. To you. And who is you? Well, of course, it's Jack Black. Happy birthday, King Jack Black, 28th, August 28th, baby. Wow. That's a big one. A big, big one. Happy birthday, Honey Boo Boo. Go off. Okay. Happy birthday. Go off. Happy birthday, Shania Twain. <gasps> mm. Happy birthday, Shania. Uh, I mean, it is his birthday, but I'm not going to wish him a happy birthday. I will just say it also is Army Hammer's birthday. Ooh. And then switching to someone we would love to offer the biggest happy birthday to of all time. Happy birthday, August 28th, baby, Jennifer Coolidge. Oh my god! Hey, this aside from Army Hammer, that's a pretty it's, good it's runner. Pretty good. Celebrities. Happy birthday! Oh my to, god! To home wrecker of Brandy Glanville, Leanne Rhymes. 
I thought you were going to say Sheena Shea and I got more excited. Oh but yes, Leanne Rhymes. Uh, I've got Sheena Shea on the brain. Hey, don't we all? Happy birthday to That's a Raven legend Kyle Massey. And happy birthday. I think those are all the faces that I personally recognize. So, oh no. Oh my, God. Of faces. oh my God. Happy birthday, Kim Si Jong, who is a Korean star who's on one of my favorite shows of all time, Busted. Which, if you haven't watched, it's excellent. It's escape room culture. It's puzzle culture. It's storytelling at its finest. I love Busted. Anyway, let's hear from the 12 year olds, our. our icons of of now gorgeous girls of storytelling in their own right and, and 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 that right being sentence structure okay yes i'm excited for this one let's just get right into it i can't wait to hear them try to sum this well, up well i accidentally read one sentence and it it's very funny so let's just oh my god okay go 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 okay. go <clears throat> garrett's trial starts Emily is at odds with her friends who suspect Paige is A. Toby and Spencer have sex. <gasps> Mona escapes Bradley. Maggie visits Ezra, making Arya uncomfortable. A sends texts to the liars, telling them to meet at Ali's grave at the Rosewood Cemetery, cemetery at 10pm with Maya's bag, but without Emily. Emily tells Paige about the new A. Paige receives a text from A telling her to come to the Rosewood Cemetery at 10pm. Emily and Nate head up to the Lighthouse Inn. She gets a call from A in a distorted voice who says, you have one minute, get out. It is revealed that Nate is Maya's killer and that his real name is Lyndon James. <gasps> Lyndon opens a Huge. closet, revealing a bound page and tells Emily he's planning to kill Paige using the knife from Maya's bag. <gasps> Emily escapes and reaches the top of the lighthouse where she fights Lyndon and ultimately fatally stabs him in self-defense. Caleb arrives and puts his gun down to comfort Emily. But as they embrace, <laughs> a dying Lyndon uses the last of his strength to shoot Caleb. <clears throat> Paige tells the police that someone had sent her a text telling her to go to Alison's grave at the cemetery, but Lyndon had gotten her before she could get there. Caleb survives his shooting and undergoing surgery, but... Lyndon is dead. Spencer lets Paige know that she's sorry for thinking she was A. <laughs> Veronica tells the girls that Garrett is now a free man. Thanks, Emily. The girls get a four-way call from A saying, Emily, I owe you one. In conclusion, the second A team member is revealed. Toby Cavanaugh. A ending. That A orders huge. two tickets to the Halloween train event. <gasps> oh my god they're edging us oh my god oh my god okay oh, my god. oh! <laughs> hello hello i'm back <laughs> scared the shit out of me oh, i'm so sorry no it was very funny everyone Haley just disappeared for a second and then came back and quoted the iconic cat empire song hello hello and then i screamed <laughs> it, i'm so I sorry i was like i was caleb in the change room from last episode Wait, spooky so you're making me come yeah <laughs> all right i can send i don't know about you but when i'm scared i come i'll never come as hard as when i'm scared and that's andrew oh, no. all right everyone and i have anxiety so i'm always coming i'm always coming in in watching this show 
I'll never be more anxious than watching this show. Oh, absolutely. It's come not. after come. Now, speaking of come, come after come. I come at a good, fun cold open and a good, fun mirroring of the way an episode is structured. And, you know, I'm Arlene King. She does not miss, okay? She knew. She was like, you know what? I'm going to start the scene with a body being wheeled away, nondescript location. Hannah Spencer and an Aria are crying. She loves an homage. She loves an homage to previous episodes and to other pop culture references. Spencer, Hannah it. and Aria are crying. Hannah especially is bawling her beautiful goddamn eyes out. and She's inconsolable. Emily's talking to the police who ask her, was this a friend of yours? Was the deceased a friend of yours? So first of all, we're like, okay, someone's going to die here tonight. And Hannah's very sad, which makes us very scared immediately. We're like, no, Caleb, please, no. Then we cut to an exact framed shot we've seen before, I think in season one, which I love, which is Veronica Slastings on the news talking about her client. And I think I think that's from the season one finale. Am I right? When it was Ian Gate? Yeah, maybe. I have no idea. I swear that exact shot of the little TV in the Spencer Hastings kitchen. We've only ever seen the TV that one other time and it's the same shot, which I love. Um, and she's talking about Garrett and his case, which has started. Um, Maya's murder trial is upon us. It's underway. And there's so there's a lot of, in this episode, there's like reporters everywhere. Mm. Like there's kind of an allusion to reporters being yes. everywhere. Also, we should say it's, it cuts to two days earlier when we see Veronica Slastings on the news. So now we've gone back in yes. time. So in two days, something horrible is going to happen. <gasps> but we're not there no. yet. Because where, where are we? We are, we are at someone's house. I think I can't remember honestly, but it's intervention time. The girls are about to invite Emily over. I think we're at Spencer's house. They're about to invite Emily over to be like, we got to reveal to her that it's Paige, and it's very funny all the little like intervention coded language that they're talking about using. Yes, I love that. The smart girls. Um, blah blah blah. Where I'm just reading through my also, notes. Also, in this um, scene, Arya's wearing like a royal blue skirt that's like really shiny, and it stands out so much. It's a little like oh, but I actually love it personally. I have a note about Hannah wearing this like orange stripy dress that I love. Oh my god! So the girls are girling and they're looking good. Fashion girlies, girling so Fashion good. Fashion girlies. Where are we up to? Like we've they've lured Emily to the house. It's Hannah's house. It's Hannah's, okay. It's, oh, it's Hannah's house. I'm so sorry. Um, yes, it's Hannah's house. Um, Aria, while they're all talking as well, waiting for I think Emily to arrive. Aria tells Hannah mm. about Maggie and the baby and stuff. Oh my god! And then Hannah does the classic. You know, I think when Ali used to say that, like secrets keeping us close and all that like how that was like her philosophy i think they actually like tear us apart and i'm like no shit no shit sherlock okay no shit woof eventually emily does arrive um they hit her with the truth they show her the earring from ali's grave that they found in Paige's bag drama but Emily reckons A planted it. Yes. Or Emily reckons that A has planted things before. So, mm. and she's smart and she's astute and, <sighs> yeah. Honestly, she's not wrong. 
I think. She's not wrong. I was just about to say she's she not j- wrong. Actually, it's not spoilers because we are going to talk about it in the rest of the episode. She actually is correct this time. All right. Go, Emily. Trust your Trust gut. Trust your gut. Okay. Then Spencer confronts Paige, but neither of them backs down. And it's like, it's like two, like. It's two very similar people. Yeah, two very like firm energies going head to head. And Spencer says, I know who you are, which is for Paige, crazy, like out of context, crazy to hear. Well, I guess she would think it was pigskin. Yeah, true. What an awful name. Anyway, it is horrible. Then Emily tells Paige that they think there's someone else helping Mona, that the girls, you know, think that Mona wasn't the only A and there's more of that happening. Which True. Which if you are watching it through the lens of the way that they've written it, so you actually believe Paige is A, mm. it's like, oh no, you shouldn't tell her that you're aware. Kind of thing. Yes. So it seems like it's a bad thing to be telling her, but really it's not. Okay. Okay. Then Paige gets a text from A with an address saying you have to Go and do what I tell you to at this time. Meet at the graveyard. Um, at 10 p.m. or Emily gets exactly. Woo. And she promises to go to the trial with Emily and be there for her every day, which is nice. Then at school, Arya, Spencer and Hannah they decide to tell their parents about Paige being A, which is like now we want to do it. so stupid. Oh, my God. And then A sends a text that goes, stand down, bitches, play it my way, and Emily stays safe. So the one time they're about to do something, for God's sake. They almost called an adult. They almost did, but A's always watching. Speaking of A, we cut to Mona (gasps) strolling out of Radley. Mona Escarpe. Mona Escarpe in a nurse outfit. She's looking hot as fuck. Her lips look hydrated. She is just like running this town. Who run the world? Girls? No. Mona. Mona. Okay. She looks great. I'm excited for her mischief, for her trickery. It's time for Mona to be out on the town. You know, yeah, she's... It's Get time. her out. She needs to buy some cashmere sweater sets, okay? Please. Then, who gets... Someone gets an email. Who is it? Oh, um, I think it's Spencer. Spencer gets an email from A that says, let's settle this. Allison's grave, bring Maya's bag. And she sends a picture mm. of the girls, the picture that we've seen before of the four of them at... Allison's yes. grave that night, the one that Emily was drunk and stuff. But Emily's cropped out, so they're like, oh, God. A is going to, if we don't do what they say, they're going to frame the three of us. And it's clearly Paige. Because mm-hmm. be, like, who else would want? Blah, blah, exactly. Blah. And to, to leave Emily out of it. And then there's I think they're another. At, well, they're at Hannah's house, I think, because they think someone is downstairs. They're very rational. That's right. They, and they get another message before that person comes up. Um, with a picture of a body in a bag and it says, tell Emily yes. and I'll leave you with the bag. So they're like, okay, we cannot tell Emily what's happening. We have to go behind her back. No. Woof. Then, as Haley said, they hear rattling downstairs. They get really, really scared. And Hannah goes, fight or flight. And she goes, fight. And she grabs... She goes, <laughs> fight. A fluffy pink lamp and picks it up. Door bursts open. And it's just fucking Caleb. It's... Caleb, I love that he's in on all the A me stuff too. now. I like that he they can loop him yeah, in. Yeah, me too. Sweet angel. Sweet angel. Sweet angel. And he says something like, what are you going to do? Kill me with this fuzzy pink lamp? And it's like. <laughs> that was such a good delivery. I like 
turned to Dale and I was like, I can't, I didn't write it down, but it was just like great delivery from Tyler Blackburn. Like it was just funny. It was. He's funny. He was like with this lamp, Hannah. I don't know. It is very good. And then we cut to the Fields household and Emily reveals that she's going out of town with Nate to avoid the media no. frenzy. Don't go out of town with men. <laughs> That's just advice. That's advice. Listeners, you hear that? If you know a man and he wants to go out of town, uh-uh-uh, if there's no... Don't do it. Don't go to a place called the Lighthouse Inn, the Lighthouse Rock Inn. Don't do that. Because you know what's going to happen? It's not going to rock. And you're not going to be in. It's not going to rock. The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to go to a lighthouse and stab a man. Okay? Foreshadowing. Spoilers. Yeah. The only thing that's going to go in is a knife in someone's tummy. In someone's tummy. Tum, okay? And you don't know what they've just eaten. That might smell fucking crazy. And I, because I was like, why would Emily do this? And I'm like, oh yeah, because she says there's like reporters everywhere. Yeah. So that's again like that pressure that we don't see in the episode, I don't think, but there is this like mounting pressure of like press. Yeah. It's not enough to go to the lighthouse rock in. Not with for Nate, me. I would say. Uh-uh, but not okay. for me. Nope. And right. then. Do whatever. Um, My next note in all caps is Toe Berkey in Rosewood. Toberky. He's back. He sees Spencer in the town square and they run to each other in slow motion as they always should have. And it's beautiful. And Spencer says, please don't let me go. And the camera spins around them and they smooth. It spins for so, okay, for long. so long. And honestly, a little too fast. Made me feel a little sick. Me too. No, legitimately. It was um, it was a lot. It was a sensory overload. Okay. I It made me worry. Like, I don't know if these two things correlate, but you know how you have to like let people know if you're going to be if you're like putting on a show or watching a movie that has like flashing lights for epilepsy warnings yeah yeah yeah. i was like is this the same is this this feels like it's the same or like vertigo warnings i was like what are we doing this is not this is a lot for my brain and eyes it was it went for so long it was going so fast it made me feel awful i was like i hate this and it sucks because we love what's happening the context we We love them smooching Spoberky kiss in street. You know I love to see that, but just cut off the spinning. Spoberky spin kiss. Spoberky spin long. kiss. Woof. And then we are at Ezra Flop's little apartment, and Arya is trying to tell him about Maggie, and then she like pusses out, gets scared, but then and she's like making him dinner or something. Once again, I said this last time. Like she's always. Why is she on him. providing him sustenance? He's the adult. Ah, please. But mm-hmm. put that sustenance away because Maggie is She's here. here. And guess what? She pretends not to know Arya because, of course. Well, yeah, because Arya's like, Ezra, I have to tell you something. And then she's like, hi, Amy, because Amy, I think, or something, Amy was the name that Arya used in the last episode when she went to the school. Insane. <sighs> that Maggie was. So then Arya's like, I have to tell you something. She's going to be like, I met her blah, 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 to try and like save her ass. And then she she just like changes tactics, Maggie. And it's like, it's nice to meet you. And I'm like, no, there's too many secrets and lies. There's way too many secrets and lies. And what did we learn earlier from Hannah? That they, they tear us apart. Okay. They do not hold us they together. Tear it. They actually they tear, actually us, tear apart. us apart. But... And then I just have a note that's like, Aria is so out of line meddling in grown people's business. I don't know why I wrote that. She I just really did. Is. Oh, and this is... Now, it's... It, this is where Ezra's at the door sniffing a okay, cake. Okay, it's bunt cake season because he has a neighbour 
who apparently can never find her keys but never forgets to bring dessert. She's brought him over a bunt cake. And once again, he's just there. He's like feet away from Arya and the person she's whispering with, which in this scene is Maggie. Get me out of this apartment. Get, me, get Ezra out of this apartment. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. <laughs> for, 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 like truly, it's so small. I can't believe the conversations that I had in I can't this believe apartment. he's not being like, I can hear you guys. Like every yeah. time. They're arguing. He's sniffing cake. He's, he's busy. busy. He's sniffing. Yeah, the, the scent of the cake. Maybe the vanilla extract is so strong. It's it's dulled his mm. other senses. But Arya and Maggie are arguing about telling or not telling Ezra about Malcolm, his potential child, while he sniffs that goddamn cake hardcore. And this is why. Okay. And yes, that's why I must have been like, Arya is out of line. Yeah. Always. Should have written myself more context, but I didn't. And I salute you for that. I was too excited. I was just, I was in the episode I was watching and now I'm like, mm. Mm. Next, we're at Hannah's house and we see that Caleb has packed a gun to bring to this whole A meetup to protect Hannah. It's scary. Okay. Gun culture is bad. Stop it. He shouldn't have a gun. Sorry. we, so, You know, and if you like guns, that's okay. You do you. But we were raised in... Australia, a country that has Andrew Kunanically outlawed them. So because of that, we stand against Caleb have gun, okay? And you're underage. I don't want Caleb to have gun. We see how this this works out for him. Caleb should not have gun. Yeah, oh, that's true. Prime Minister John Howard <laughs> will come and take it away from him. And if you don't know, he is he's not been the Prime Minister since our early youth. But he was no. the one to take the guns away. And you know what? He did one good thing and that was take guns away And we would like us. to say it was good because now there have not been any mass shootings since, as far as I know. The point is, no. if he didn't bring the gun, he wouldn't have got goddamn shot later in the goddamn episode. Exactly. Okay. That's all we're saying here. Now, this is truly bringing a gun, bringing a knife, a gun to a knife fight, but in a way that doesn't help. You know? <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, sorry. I thought you were about to lead into another scene. No, sorry. That's, I was like, that's yes. that. Although I will lead into another scene by saying that Mona is in a black hoodie getting a call. Like it's just a real tight close-up of her face and she looks. She, she's facing like a mirror, I think. She's just. And yeah, she's on the phone. All she says is, I'm here. And, she, and then whatever yep, the response then, is, stresses her out so much. You can see her I face understand. being like, fuck, 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 fuck. And she says, yeah. I understand. Her acting is just so good. She's so good. She's so, so, so good. And she looks great. She does. I wonder what I, Marlene King told her to get that reaction out of her. Because my guess is that they weren't allowed to know who was A at certain points. And, like, I remember watching the interview about the final A and, like, a lot of them didn't know until certain point, like, about certain things. So... If I was one of the actors and I found that out too far in advance, I would have quit the show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's a well. There's a lot of things that, in general, their performances need to be nuanced enough that they always are potentially suspicious themselves and also suspicious of yes. everyone else. But that's why I'm like her act. Janelle Parrish's acting is just so good because she wouldn't have been able to be told like, "Hey, you know, this is this this is the thing." This is the reason that you're saying this. It would have been a vague, like, you know, your plans have changed 
you're upset. But her mm. reaction was just so spot on and it's just so good and I just love her. Sorry. I love her too and I love it when she has a nude lip. Yes, me too. Which is kind of are you commenting like on how good her lips look. I'm like, I know. It's like she looks really good in like a nude lip. And I'll say it. She it's looks great in like off. a plum lip too. She looks really good in a plums. Really mm. good in a plum. Okay. Now, everyone, we are cutting to. It's time for hardcover corner, I would say. It's not just corner. It's hardcover extended cut scene because it's the longest, like, not showing P and V sex scene I've ever seen. It's so long yeah. and they just keep showing different angles of them just kissing and there's there's little moans and like random cuts little like moans little clenching hands going under covers and, and it's like ooh. it's spoberky furking i wrote spence burkey break hymen okay yes yeah, so this is the first time this right the first time virginities have been lost here everyone okay in broad daylight as the lord intended as the Lord intended, Spoberky, Furky. And it's funny to me that it, it cuts between them having sex and Caleb retrieving the gun and repacking it after Hannah said not it's to. It's kind of just like, <laughs> I just wrote long ass montage. Like, I, I don't even. I, yeah, it's yeah, like a sex montage, fucking... but like the only other thing we see outside of their room is Caleb. And I'm like, you know what? If you're going to show someone else while people are fucking, that's going to keep us horned up. It better be Caleb. Yeah. It's this. So thank you. Thank you. And then Spoberky say, I love you. Spoberky say, I love you. So post Spoberky. <laughs> um, Toby says he didn't take that job to get away from Spencer. They say, I love mm. you. He leaves. She's in a big t-shirt. No pants. She's in the big, she's trying to cover a little butt. You're in your family you're in your home. Family, but you know what? It is Andrew Cunanan. You fuck. You wear big t-shirt. No pants. It is. It's truly Andrew Cunanan. That you do not put on pant. No pant post-coit. And then, um, so when Toby leaves, Spencer is crying and she calls Hannah and she says, I'm so ready for this to be over. <laughs> like the whole thing they're doing. And it's like, hey, if only you knew. We're not even we're not even in the vicinity of the possibility of Dollhouse yet, you know? We're not halfway through the series, Spencer. <sighs> and there's a time jump. Spoiler. Spoiler, there's a time jump. Woof. Anyway. Woof. Sorry, I weak yawn. Cut that out. Um, now Mona is in the A layer from... I hate the A layer. I love it. I love it. It's so scary. <laughs> it's. I love it, but I hate it's it. It's fully also fully decked out. The, the ter- terrifying shrine, the creepy masks, the pictures of Alice with her eyes cut out. Shit is crazy. And it's... It's amazing set It's incredible set dressing and it's all to a song, a like rock punky kind of song playing where the lyrics are just, I'm suspicious of you. (laughs) Over and over again. Naturally. It's so funny. I think just in this moment when I was like beholding Mona in the lair and she's like in the hoodie and she's looking all serious and the stakes are just so high and I remembered, oh, she's 16. Mm. Again, it's just that thing we talk about in this show where you're like, these people are 16 years old. I do not know how they're pulling all this stuff off. Yeah. I could barely clean my room, but okay. But okay. Okay. Um, anyway, so she Mona walks up to another A <gasps> member who's like sitting in a chair. Yeah, in a black hoodie. 
And then in a black hoodie, we do not see their face. The camera almost makes it seem like we will, but obviously we don't. Um, and is it Mona that says change of yes, plans? Yes, she does. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 Change of plans. Oof. Mwah. Beautiful. Then we cut to Emily who gets a weird call from a creepy voice, like a distorted kind of like covered up voice. It says, you, you. oh my God. So we're at the, and this is at the lighthouse. Yes, we're at the lighthouse in and it says, you've got one minute. Get out. So, that's scary. So scary. Emily finds Bless a you. note that's addressed to her in Nate's bag in Maya's handwriting. She's like, what the fuck? And then she looks at his shoes and she notices he's got these like camping boots with yellow paint on them. And then she's like, hmm, hmm, interesting. And man, she's got some photographic memory because mm-hmm. she recognizes the shoes from a photo where like of Maya. the shoes are in the frame of Maya and she realizes that Nate is the guy from True because North. in the picture, Maya's wearing her True North t-shirt. It's like a picture of her at True, yes. no- True North. Uh, um, and earlier, much earlier in the season, Maya referenced having a stalker. And here he is. Oh, no. Bloody so Emily's is. like, oh, God, oh, God, it's him. She tries to get away from him to get service, just go outside. And bam, he appears in front of her. And she's like, um... Hey, you nearly scared me half to death. And he says, no, but I will. And it's like, oh, God, okay, here we go. Here we fucking go. That was a proper jump scare too. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. And then proper jump we scare. cut to a video of Maya. So so in the Lost in the lo- sorry, in the Lighthouse Inn, Emily's sitting there terrified watching a video that Nate is making her watch of Maya. It's a video. And Nate has like. And just for, like, and Nate has like a little knife, and he's just like stabbing it into the wooden kind of couch back behind yeah, her. Uh, it's very scary. And the video is something that Maya like selfie mode filmed of herself being like, "Emily, I need to tell you what's been going on. I've been staying at uh, Noel Khan's cabin because that creepy stalker from True North, like I think he found me." Um, I just want to keep you safe. Horrific. And of course, it's fucking Nate and he's so sinister. He goes full psycho mode and he says to Emily, I'm going to do to you what you did to me. I'm going to take something from you and you're going to watch me do it. And what is something he can take away from her? Paige. It's Paige tied up in it's a cupboard. It's Paige tied up in a cupboard with duct tape over her goddamn mouth. Which is horrific. It's so scary. I love it. It's so it. scary, but it's so good. And you so know what else scary. is scary? He does confirm that they are not cousins yes, as well. Yes, yes. Imagine if it was like that he was a stalker and it was incest. It's terrifying. Too, it's too much. Then. We'll save the incest for later. <laughs> There's always going to be incest in, in this goddamn show. Caleb drive with gun. Scary, scary, scary. Caleb, don't do that. Don't put it in the. Sh- throw it away. Give it. To, take it. Give it to John Howard. <sighs> um. Also, while this has been going on, I should say that, um, the girls and Caleb figured out there's two locations for the lighthouse rock mm. in. There's one in Bayhead and one in Belmar. So, uh, Emily is in Belmar. The three girls go to Bayhead, and Caleb is on his way to Belmar. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Next, the girls rock up at the wrong, the wrong location. And at this exact moment, Nate is holding, at the right location, Nate is holding a knife up to Paige's neck and reveals that he was using a fake name. And his name is not Nate St. Germain. No. Yeah. Same, same last name as Maya, right? 
I, I think I, we can't I only know yeah I, Na- Na- I well, let's assume it's Nathan St. Germain Saint, instead Saint Germain. it is Lyndon James which of course LJ and I will say he looks more like a Nate yeah because he's a hot serial killer he's a hot serial killer Sorry. yeah that's true and he tells Emily that Jenna saw him with Maya like when Maya was still alive and that's why he has to like act now or never because he's like, well, someone knows. Someone's on my trail. I've been planning this for months, but I'm going to fucking, I need to kill now. But M. Escape. Emily, that is my note. Emily Escape. Yes. Up, but she Escape up to the lighthouse. You never run into a lighthouse. Why would you go to the highest point that is impossible to get down from? And I get it's because she's trying to get reception. And the further up to, I guess, the closer to, the higher the head, the closer to God, that also applies Why to... Why would you go full round the twist? <laughs> reception, Australian reference. Google, Google it, it. Round the round twist. The twist. Have you ever, Google it. Ever felt like Iconic this? show. Ever felt like this? When, when strange, strange things happen, are you going, going round, round the, the twist? twist? Important. So she goes round the twist, and by the twist, we mean the stairs of the lighthouse. She gets to the top. She calls 911, and they're like, 911, what was your emergency? And at that exact moment, Nate appears and full-on attacks Emily, trying to stab her. They're wrestling. They're tussling. She's trying to get the knife away. She gets it away from him. And then he says, come here. Where are you going? Um, while oh she runs away, and it's very funny to me. That this, is, this scene is so reminiscent of the Bell Tower fight. Mm. They're always in, like bell towers but this is a lighthouse tower and the anyway person trying it's to just, get them is always like hey go on now get them back here hey come and on i think that's actually quite funny and realistic because i feel like you would be randomly be like come on now if you're trying to yeah you would be like oh my god <laughs> just like, like kill you come for over us. here for god's sake let me oh, jesus then Christ. we hear a stabbing and then we see emily drop the knife and him grab his side emily has stabbed Nate slash Linden. And this is where I was like, Shay Mitchell can really oh, act. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She can act. Caleb finds her. She kind of like collapses in his arms, she's I crying think, which I love. real good. Really good. And, and she's crying so good. She's so good. good at crying. Caleb puts down the gun. Silly duffer. <gasps> and then I'm just going to go back to the 12-year-olds for a second and read what they wrote about it. Okay. Please. This is what... Let's consult the Oracle. So it says, Caleb arrives and puts down his gun to comfort Emily. But as they embrace, a dying Lyndon uses the last of his strength to shoot Caleb. We don't know that yet, 12-year-olds. We don't know that. There's no evidence for that. We really don't. You just hear a gunshot and you're like, what the hell was that? Caleb put down the gun, hug Emily, help her. And then it zooms out. We're not even in the lighthouse anymore. We're outside the lighthouse. And then you see the light of a gun going off. And shooting the light out in the lighthouse, I think. It could have been sound anyone. And could have been a mouse. Could have been a mouse. Um, such so a note for the 12-year-olds. Don't be so pre- presumptuous. Even though I didn't say this earlier, I will give the one for today an A. Because they cover everything. They, re- they actually really And they do. do write in like a fun, exciting way for a lot of them. Anyway, Caleb has been shot. And now we arrive at that scene the episode started yes. with, essentially. The ambulance scene. We, see. we have hot shirtless Kayla, bit of gurney. Gurney being pushed aside. Hannah screaming, crying. And Fair. Nate's dead ass body in a body bag. 
Bye, Bye bitch. Caleb's been putting into an ambulance. Then we see Paige talking to a police officer, telling them Nate picked her up after she got an anonymous text, but she never made it to the location. And then Emily's also talking to the police, and that's when we see them being like, was the deceased a friend of yours? Did you know him? And then she... And she's like shell-shocked. She's shell-shocked, and she's staring like kind of where Paige is, but past her, because that's where Hannah is. And she's like, Mm. please, I need to be with my friend. Mm. And Paige is looking at her like, finally, she's here to comfort me. And she runs past Paige and runs to Emily. Because, of course, Emily... Emily's fucking boyfriend just got fucking shot. And you mean so, Hannah? Oh my god, yes, Hannah. What? Oh no. I mean, I meant oh Hannah that whole no, time. But we all got I meant it. Hannah that whole time. Please forgive me for my sin. <gasps> You're forgiven. Um, and Paige looks butthurt. It's like, babe, get over it, Paige. Come on. <sighs> I guess she's also kind of traumatized. Fair. But just but she'll come to you in a second. Just like wait, just wait your turn. Yeah, just wait. Whose who's trauma is immediate in this moment and right now? And you and yeah, oh, there's probably a scene that we has been cut out where Paige and Emily reunite and talk and everything. Maybe, but we don't care because over at the hospital, Caleb is okay. Thank God, he's in surgery. Oh, he's in surgery. He's not Thank dead. Fuck. Okay, and then all the girls get a text. What? Or it seems like it's a text, but it's actually an incoming call and they all answer it. Yeah. And it's that scary, uh, like, voice. The distorted voice, yeah. which I, I love. love like, I hate it, but I love and it. And it says, Emily, I owe you one. Yeah. Ooh. And at, this, and, so, and at this time, Garrett and Veronica Celestings have walked Ooh. in. Um, and Veronica apologizes to Emily Fortune's experience, but she's like, thanks to you, Garrett's a free man. And then... We look at Garrett. He looks sus as fuck. He looks so sus, which is like, yeah, he's Garrett. He's Garrett. King of sus. King of international superstar lying to a teenage girl that he saying that he can sing when he actually can't. Okay? I'm talking. Uh, hey now, hey now. This is what sus is, is made of. This is what sus is made of. God damn it. I'll never forgive. Speaking of sus. Paolo. Paolo. Speaking of sus. Speaking of sus. Over at Radley. Oh, here we go. With love. Mona's talking to someone in a black hood. Mm. And oh my we God. We find out that she broke out to get Garrett, to like get Garrett out or, or to like do something mm-hmm. so that he could escape or like somehow make sure that he was set free. Um, and she's walking back to Radley with someone in a black hoodie. And then she says, oh, Paige has Maya's phone and she doesn't even know. Like, you know. We planted that evidence. It sucks that we didn't even get to make that phone call. So they obviously, they team, were this whole time trying to convince the girls and frame Paige as a. And they did a pretty good oh, job. Yeah. Emily's the only they one. Did that they did a great job. They're a good team. And Haley, what happens? What happens when um, when Mona goes back on inside in a little nurse outfit? What what do we see? Mm. Oh my god! Maybe like one of the most iconic yes. shots like it's such a good shot the the black figure like the black hooded figure turns around and it's virginity stealer toberky toberky tuberculosis kavanaugh <sighs> tubercule is in a black hoodie and then he and then i wrote toberky run around toberky run he he like is like <clears throat> angry like i am a face walks around the corner really scary fast and cool. with like arms kind of stompy kind of like body language and then 
runs around yeah. the corner in a very funny, fast way. Sorry, it's fu- I don't remember. I just remember finding it, it is funny. funny. It is funny. I remember okay. when I watched it when it came out, losing my shit at this moment and being like, what the fuck? It, that's and huge. This is a huge And for them to moment. write it to that in the episode that he and Spencer finally fuck for the first time, we also find out that he's on the A-team. A diabolical, important, legendary. It's, it's diabolical. If anyone is watching along for the first time and listening to oh. this, which I don't really know how many people are doing that with our pod. Honestly, if sure. you are, please tell us. Let tell us, us in, our, in our DMs call dot and dot adder on and Instagram. Yeah. Um, let us know just like how this moment felt because this is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Then, of course. And then. There's an A scene. Oh, my God. And it's one of the best A scenes in the world because A just looks at a Halloween train flyer and let's go. Makes a phone call with that distorted voice being like, can I please get two tickets? I'll take two tickets for the Halloween train. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just A running it. A is basically just doing admin. A is absolutely. And A is really good at admin. If you need an administrative assistant, get A. You know what? A A is for admin. A is for admin. Legitimately, A is for admin. <laughs> I love how, because um, I guess like we know the train is coming, but I just realized in like these last two episodes we've watched, the train has been very heavily referenced in a way that <laughs> is confusing. <laughs> to someone who doesn't know how iconic the episode is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, get it, a train. Oh, Get over get it. A- it's a train. I'm like, oh, we have no we have idea. We have no idea what's what's about to go down in history oh my god this is a dark ride but we're not there yet we have to wait Ooh, we're so close Ooh, okay and that was episode 12 the lady killer yeah oh what a dream such a good like such a good mid-season finale incredible loved it Okay, here's some quick triv. This episode has parallels to the movie Scream, which I think we've done before as well. And also that Lucy Hale had a cameo in the fourth sequel of Scream. So that's cool. Um, There were heaps listed, but if you know it, you know it. And if you don't, you don't. So I'm not going to go into it because honestly, I'm not a Scream head and I don't want people to be like, no shit. Woo! Oh, woohoo! Okay, some segments. Seggies. Seg rolls. Who is the hottest adult in this episode? Hmm. <sighs> there was no Ashley. No. <sighs> I think Emily, you know what? Because <laughs> I don't think there were many good adults. I think Emily's mum was around and she just wanted Emily to be with family instead of going to the Lighthouse Inn. Yes, that's true. So I'm going to say her just because she looked hot when she was on screen. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. That's great. Let's go that. I don't yet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of many other people. Um, what was the yikes of the episode? Um, oh. Nate. Just Nate. Yeah, yeah. Everything he did. Every him with that knife in the back of the thing. Every, a, lady <laughs> a lady killer. killer. The lady killer. Megan the lady killer. Megan the lady killer. Yeah, no Nate. I'm glad. Let's put Nate behind yeah. us. Like let's 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 move R. on. R.I.P. But also by Lyndon James. 
Who gets a buttercream from us, Daddy Hastings? I mean, Emily for dealing with all that. Caleb for getting shot. Fuck me. Yeah, for sure. Fuck. All of it. All of it. All the girls, in all finales and mid-season finales, all the girls deserve buttercreams. Yeah. Yeah. Even Aria for being a little psycho with Maggie. Oh. She can have one. You know one. you should get one? I don't care. I'm Alan King for writing this, for, for directing. Oh, for, my for God, yes. Mm. What gave us a hard cover? What made us hot? I mean, obviously, Spoberky. Spoberky make fu- Spo- Spoberky break Hyman. You know? <laughs> Yes. No, but legitimately, very hot. We, we love them. It. Also, to be honest, Spo Berkey, like, turning around in that hood, being all, like, spooky. Kind of like. Bit of a hard bit cover. Of a, yeah, bit of a hard cover for me. Bit, for me? Bit of mm, a hard cover. Bit naughty. Bit cheeky. Yeah. And he just looked good, his cheekbones. I'm like, hmm, okay. Keegan Until Allen. he ran away, and then that was, that was soft cover. Yeah, and then it was soft cover. What gave us a soft cover? His little run. <laughs> His little run. Um, Nate legitimately gave me a soft cover all the time. Yeah. Ezra's lucky because Nate's really like overshadowed anything he could. I've forgotten all about Ezra in this episode. So yeah, his fucking pajama ass. <laughs> Get a job. Pajama ass. Go put on some pants. <laughs> For God's sake. Um. Last segment. Who gets a wine from Byron? Mm. Our king. I think Pam Fields. Yes, always. Well, not always. always, Not when she's being homophobic, but yes. Right now, um, Veronica Slastings for being like, wow, I got my client off. Um, Even though she doesn't really know what that means in the grand scheme of things. No, but she's done a good job. She's done a good job. In her Settle context. down, have a wine, have a break, have a Kit Kat. Agree. Um, and I'm also going to say Emily, you know, have an underage wine. Absolutely. Emily and Hannah, have oh, some yeah. wines. And maybe... Spencer, go have a fuck. Go have a fuck. Maybe Caleb pour some wine into that wound to help it heal. Lu- um, I nearly said Lucy. Aria. <laughs> Aria, go get dinner to make... Oh, my God. My brain. Aria, go get Ezra to make you dinner. Aria, go get a different boyfriend who's your own age. And that. And that. Sounds, sounds like, like that. that. Ding dong bell sounds like that. Wow. We did it. We did it. That broke my brain. My brain Me is broken too. after that. And you know what? Now, you know what happens now? <gasps> next week. Next, sorry, fortnight. Next episode. Is the goddamn fucking Halloween train? We've been waiting for this for years. <laughs> True, truly years, and so have you guys. We not like we've all been waiting, and the waiting is finally over. Halloween train and the dollhouse are just landmark events in PLL. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We'll have a special guest as yes. well, so that'll be a very fun. I'm yeah, it's gonna be an absolute. Hoot. We'll have some wines, maybe, Ash. We'll get into it. Ooh. Have a good time. Yeah, maybe we'll have some wines with Byron and Byron being each other. <gasps> we'll have some crazy bread, some buttercreams, oh and a wine with Byron. Yeah, it's a special event. Let's go crazy. It's landmark. It's a landmark. Oh, incredible. Huge. All right. Haley, I just love you. 
so much. Ash, I love you so much. My God. What a joy. What a gift to do this stupid ass thing <laughs> together. And, you know, to have all of our beautiful Lissy Wissies listeners. Never said that before. Don't think it's going to stick. Our beautiful listeners on board for this crazy ride. And you know what? Toot toot, chugga chugga. Our next episode, we will be on a ride because we'll be on the goddamn train. We'll be on a dark ride. To I'm just going to say, to have a, whatever, a project or a, a public thing that I do where I can say the word toberky and... 99% of listeners, I'm so sorry if it was your first one episode today, um, 99% of listeners will understand what we mean when we say Toberki. That's that special. special. To, sp- to be like, Toberki make fuck. And everyone's like, yes, we know what that means. It's crazy. <laughs> and for everyone to be like, like yeah, just excited by us saying the stupidest thing. So Toberki. thank you for speaking our language, for being here, listening, telling other like-minded Ding dongs who love this stupid show. Yeah, keep telling your friends, keep telling your family, whoever your you're telling. Your postman, your postwoman, your post non binary person, tell, tell everyone. Okay? Especially if they deliver mail. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. Anyway, this has been so fun. There is, th- and this is pertinent to right now for me and Ash Ooh. because I'm looking out my windows. And, uh, and the sky the has, sky gone has dark. just gone dark and you know what that means we need to do Hayley you and I need close to close our, our damn, blinds damn blinds for once you know and and if you're listening yep. you fucking better fucking do it too alright we're gonna practice what we preach okay so close your damn blinds we're gonna close exactly. our damn I've blinds got, I don't have it but imagine that I've got Caleb's gun in my hand I'm putting it to your head saying someone could be watching close them close them right. okay Open your heart, close your blinds. Oh. <laughs> that was nice. That Lovely. was nice, wasn't it? All right. That was actually beautiful. Everyone, we will see you in the next one. We love you so much. Haley. I love you so much. This is going to be, wow, what an exciting next ep we have. We are just thrilled to do this and we'll be Love you, Ash. Love your listeners. Yeah. Ding dong bell sounds like, ah. Toberki is a... Please, can I have tickets to the Halloween train? <laughs> no, Bergy. We need to remember to bring that phrase into the canon of the podcast, into the Andrew Cunanan of the podcast. Two tickets to the Halloween train, please. <laughs> I think I'll forget, but it's very 9-11, funny. never forget. Two tickets, to- <laughs> Two tickets to the Halloween train. Two tickets to the Halloween train. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Call an Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at call.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Hayley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut your damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.